Good morning! Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We look forward to having you on the show. This morning's episode is titled, The Holy Ghost Will Make You Slay Every Amalekite. It shall be focused on a study of 1 Samuel chapter 15. Before we go any further, we'll begin with the word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this wonderful day. We thank you, Lord, as we read in the scripture to see how, Lord, you desire us to follow you to the fullness of your word and not to presume. We see Saul presuming that it would be fine for him to kill the people and bring of the choices of the lamb and goats to sacrifice unto you. but. Lord, he hadn't followed your word, and so therefore any of his ideas were off the path. So help us, Lord, to follow your will and not ours. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to 1 Samuel chapter 15. Chapter 15. Samuel also said unto Saul, The Lord sent me to anoint thee to be king over his people, over Israel, now, Therefore hearken thou unto the voice of the words of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I remember that which Amalek did to Israel, how he laid wait for him in the way, when he came up from Egypt. Now go and smite Amalek, and utterly destroy all that they have, and spare them not, but slay both man and woman, infant and suckling, ox and sheep, camel and ass. And Saul gathered the people together, and numbered them in Telaim, two hundred thousand footmen, and ten thousand men of Judah. And Saul came to a city of Amalek, and laid wait in the valley. And Saul said unto the Kenites, Go, depart, get you down from among the Amalekites, lest I destroy you with them. For ye showed kindness to all the children of Israel when they came up out of Egypt. So the Kenites departed from among the Amalekites, and Saul smote the Amalekites from Havilah, until thou comest to Shur, that is over against Egypt. And he took Agag, the king of the Amalekites, alive, and utterly destroyed all the people with the edge of the sword. But Saul and the people spared Agag, and the best of the sheep, and of the oxen, and of the fatlings, and the lambs, and all that was good, and would not utterly destroy them. But everything that was vile and refuse, that they destroyed utterly. Then came the word of the Lord unto Samuel, saying, It repenteth me that I have set up Saul to be king, for he is turned back from following me, and hath not performed my commandments. And it grieved Samuel, and he cried unto the Lord all night. And when Samuel rose early to meet Saul in the morning, it was told Samuel, saying, Saul came to Carmel, and behold, he set him up a place, and is gone about and passed on, and gone down to Gilgal. And Samuel came to Saul, and Saul said unto him, Blessed be thou of the Lord, I have performed the commandment of the Lord. And Samuel said, What meaneth then this bleating of the sheep in mine ears, and the lowing of the oxen which I hear? And Saul said, They have brought them from the Amalekites, for the people spared the best of the sheep and of the oxen to sacrifice unto the Lord thy God, and the rest we have utterly destroyed. Then Samuel said unto Saul, Stay, and I will tell thee what the Lord hath said to me this night. And he said unto him, Say on. And Samuel said, When thou wast little in thine own sight, wast thou not made the head of the tribes of Israel? And the Lord anointed thee king over Israel? And the Lord sent thee on a journey, and said, Go and utterly destroy the sinners, the Amalekites, and fight against them until they be consumed. Wherefore then didst thou not obey the voice of the Lord, 
But didst fly upon the spoil, and didst evil in the sight of the Lord. And Saul said unto Samuel, Yea, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord, and have gone the way which the Lord sent me, and have brought Agag the king of Amalek, and have utterly destroyed the Amalekites. But the people took of the spoil sheep and oxen, the chief of the things which should have been utterly destroyed, to sacrifice unto the Lord thy God in Gilgal. And Samuel said, Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices, as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he hath also rejected thee from being king. And Saul said unto Samuel, I have sinned, for I have transgressed the commandment of the Lord and thy words, because I feared the people and obeyed their voice. Now therefore I pray thee pardon my sin, and turn again with me, that I may worship the Lord. And Samuel said unto Saul, I will not return with thee, for thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, and the Lord hath rejected thee from being king over Israel. And as Samuel turned about to go away, he laid hold upon the skirt of his mantle, and it rent. And Samuel said unto him, The Lord hath rent the kingdom of Israel from thee this day, and hath given it to a neighbor of thine that is better than thou. And also the strength of Israel will not lie nor repent, for he is not a man that he should repent. Then he said, I have sinned, yet honor me now, I pray thee, before the elders of my people, and before Israel, and turn again with me, that I may worship the Lord thy God. So Samuel turned again after Saul, and Saul worshipped the Lord. Then said Samuel, Bring ye hither to me Agag, the king of the Amalekites. And Agag came unto him delicately. And Agag said, Surely the bitterness of death is past. And Samuel said, As thy sword hath made women childless, so shall thy mother be childless among women. And Samuel hewed Agag in pieces before the Lord in Gilgal. Then Samuel went to Ramah, and Saul went up to his house to Gibeah of Saul. And Samuel came no more to see Saul until the day of his death. Nevertheless, Samuel mourned for Saul, and the Lord repented that he had made Saul king over Israel. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Branham titled Questions and Answers, Part 3. This was preached in 1964 on August the 30th in the morning. We'll begin at paragraph 70 up to paragraph 85. I trust you find it to be a blessing. He told the sealing angel, Ezekiel, that's right. He said, take, go through the city and set a mark upon those who sigh and cry for the abominations did in the city. The rest of them, let the destroying angel destroy them. Amen. No matter how much members they was and how many things they'd done, said, put a, and a man with an acorn rider dressed in white, which represented the Holy Spirit, came forth and put a mark upon all of them that sighed and cried for the abominations done in the city. Now, you see, and watch what he said in there also. Slay utterly little children, old women, babies. Kill them all. Little children, yes. When Joshua entered the land of Canaan, he said, don't you let one of them live. If it's a cute little baby, a little Amalekite or uh, Amorite, kill it. You remember, he grew up to be an Amalekite. He'll pollute the camp. And when those little things come back to our God, disagreeing with the Word of God, get rid of that thing. I don't care what denomination it belongs to. 
you say, well, they're good. I don't care how good a people they are. If they're contrary to that word, get the thing out of you. It's a growing little Amalekite. It looks cute. It looks innocent. It looks like it's all right, but don't you have anything to do with it. You stay away from it. Well, Brother Branham, I, I go down here because, well, I don't... You just remember, any Amalekite, anything that denies the word, stay away from it. Have nothing to do with it at all. How many believe that's the truth? Sure it is, see? Stay away from it. The sigh and cry for the abominations that's did in the city. Where do you see that? I can show you 10,000 speaking in tongues to one that's really burdened for sin. That can't even pray an hour. But did you know the Bible said that Mark only those who sighed and cried for the abominations in the city? How many ever read it? Sure. Amen. That was the Holy Spirit come forth to mark the people and said to the destroying angel, go forth and destroy everything that doesn't have that mark upon them. And the mark of God is the Holy Ghost. It's the seal of God. Now, where is them people that's that interested? I can hear you people that jump up and down and cry in the church. I can show you people that shout and run over the building. I can show you people that prophesy and it comes to pass. I can show you those who speak in tongues and run up and down the buildings and say things that actually interpret as comes to pass. But where is that person that sighs and cries for the abominations that's did in the city? Where's that burdened soul? You can turn some new leaves on that. See what I mean? Now, I've tried my best to, to, to tell you people and lead you like a daddy would lead his children. You are my children. I have begotten you to Christ through this gospel that I preach. See? And I, I, I want you to raise up fully matured kids or, or children. And I want to present you to Christ that day, as Paul said, a chaste virgin. You're in the thing of that word, but watch your heart will punctuate amen to it. Sin don't hang. Of course you'll do things wrong. But when the very first thing condemns you, Father, forgive me. I'm going to say this. I just looked at a person a few minutes ago. He was asked me by a fine boy the other day. was hunting squirrels. That morning I got five. I left one for that afternoon. You want to get six in the state of Kentucky. That's the limit. So this certain person said, I got nine. Christian boy, fine kid. I said, you've done wrong. You did wrong. He said, I said, I had five that morning, saved one for that afternoon. And when I got that one squirrel, looked at a tree and counted five or six sitting right there where I could look at him. Walked out and left him. I said, I walked up in a tree here not long ago and there's about 15 or 20 sitting there. I just took the limit and walked away and left the rest of them there. I said, if I come to this country preaching to you boys and you people here, the thing that's right, I've got to live that example. Christianity ain't what you say, it's what you live. It's what you do. It's an example. You're the salt of the earth. I said, then the law says, Jesus said, you give Caesar them things that belong to Caesar. If you break that speed law out there, what are you doing? You're doing wrong. You sin. Give Caesar what Caesar's. And God's what's God. Say, well, the law's wrong. I can't help what wrong it is. It's wrong to break Jesus' commandment. And if you don't give Caesar the things of Caesar's, then you did what Jesus told you not to do in a transgression of the law of sin. Isn't that right? We're all guilty. We do it, but when you see yourself wrong, stop it. People are watching you. People won't go to church, but they'll read you, see what you do. 
So get Christ in your heart. Amen. That's a real... Christ and the Holy Spirit's the same thing. Holy Spirit, Christ means the anointed one. And the Holy Spirit is that anointed. And you are the one that's anointed. And it's Christ in you anointing you. See what I mean? Then you've got the right thing. Then He can use you to anything He wants to use you in. Because you're in the body and subject to any of those gifts. But see, to have one of the gifts outside of the body, it would do you no good. Though I speak with tongue of men and angels, have not charity, it profit me nothing. Though I have faith and can understand all the mysteries of God, profit me nothing. Though I uh, give my body to be burnt as a sacrifice, give all my goods to the poor. Though I have faith to move a mountain, I am nothing. See? Don't depend on those things. The Holy Spirit is a being. It's God. God in you. The person God that's lit your whole entire being. You're changed. You're a new creature. Any little thing that's wrong, He'll tell you that's wrong. Don't do it. Father, I didn't mean to do that. Forgive me. See? And that's that's the Holy Spirit. I don't care how much you spoke and hung, how much you run, how much you jumped, how much you did this, that, or the other. Whatever you done, it wouldn't mean a thing if the Holy Spirit wasn't in there to condemn you on the things that's right and wrong. Now, that's the reason this person here is right. Let the Holy Spirit do it. But now, you see, now, what's causing this, let me say it with love, sprinkle with love, and, and anointed with the Word. <laughs> if the genuine Holy Spirit was in you, you wouldn't question that. You know it yourself. It's an individual thing between you and God. You know that something's happened. You know that there's a change. Whether there's any anything else, you yourself, you're the change. See? You're the one that's done the change in the inside of you. And you know you have it. Whether you spoke a tongue, whether you jump shot or anything else, you know that God lives in you. That you don't walk with your own mind. It's the mind of Christ that leads you with that word, just exactly the way it goes. As we get towards the end of the episode, we end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for the lesson that we've learned today, that obedience is better than sacrifice, and that rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. So, Father, help us to be obedient to your word and not to be rebellious or arrogant, but to follow your will and not ours. For, Lord, we know that you are unveiled in our flesh, taking over our thinking, our acting, taking over, taking over our entire being so that it's God living in man. Father, help us to set ourselves aside for service. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, would really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you.
with a flaming sword We're placed to the door of the Garden of Eden There was no one to pay the price God sent His sons a sacrifice His name was Jesus He gave His life to set us free He chose a road to Calvary to save us And Jesus said, if you want to live with me up your cross and follow me to glory. Rope from Pilate's Hall to God got the seals, not easy. That cobblestone street where he drug his cross left a trail of blood. Anyone who wants to find their way can see. They know how it's done Finding this place called heaven Some say it's beyond the stars Others say it's here in another dimension Jesus said straight is the gate Narrow is the way And they who find it the few will be If you see you're on that road You'll look back and know you had to pass through Calvary. Jesus said, if you want to live with me, take up your cross and follow me to glory. Road from Pilate's Hall to God got the seals, not Where he drug his cross, left a trail of blood Anyone who wants to find the way can see 